Praise the Lord, everyone. My goodness. <clears throat> You're looking for the good. It's already here. nothing else happened you could say you had church amen. Amen. amen praise the Lord now tonight the Lord is going to give us a decisive victory that's what I'm going to preach about tonight and I'm going to tell you what the Lord is going to give us a decisive victory over commitment from being late from not having a burden to teach Bible studies, no vision, unconcerned spirit, hello, letting the pastor pull the train, hello, get the seed in the ground. Who's gonna step up to the plate tonight? Who's going to have a decisive victory tonight? Woo. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I said, who's going to have a decisive victory tonight? Is it going to be this church? If you're going to have revival, you're going to have to be committed. If you're going to have revival, you're going to have to get here and pray. Come on. If you're going to have revival, somebody's got to teach a Bible study. Come on, come on now. There ought to be four Bible studies going right now. There's four preachers in here. There ought to be four Bible studies going right now. Come on, if you're a Sunday school teacher, if you're in leadership, you ought to be having a, a Bible study. Come on, church. Woo. Don't you sit down on this preacher now. Come on now. This man's preaching to us. Do we want revival or don't we? Are we going to get on God's side, aren't we? Come on, somebody. Come on, preacher friend of mine. You want revival? You talk about revival? Come on, you get committed. Uh, you get in the Word. Uh, come on, you let God uh, use you uh, to your full potential. Come on, Sunday school teacher. Where are you at tonight? You talk about you want babies? You're not getting the seed in the ground. Uh, unless you get the seed in the ground, uh, you're not going to have a revival. You can't be committed over a little bitty thing. God's not going to give you a big thing. Come on. You can't be committed to read your Bible. Why would the world would you think that God would use you? He's going to order his anointing. Can I tell you something, friend of mine? When David went back and got the ark uh, and was bringing it back, what did he have on? He'd taken off his godly robe, uh, but he had the ephod on. You know what he was smelling? The anointed oil. Uh, and he was reminded himself, God, God, this is the anointing uh, that you poured in me uh, a long time ago. Uh, my God, God. 
place uh, the anointing uh, but the anointing does not change church uh, I said the anointing uh, preacher don't change you need to smell the anointed oil uh, that God uh, has poured in you uh, and let God use you Come on, somebody. You want revival. You want revival? If you want revival, you'll stop being late. You'll pray. You want revival, you'll get committed. You'll be committed to this church. You want revival, you'll teach you a Bible study. You want revival, you will pray. You will fast while somebody's out there planting a seed. Come on, somebody needs to be on the inside of the church travailing and crying and praying and weeping over that seed. That seed to take hold. That seed to sprout. It'll become a plant. It'll be sitting on a pew filled with the Holy Ghost. But somebody has got to get the seed in the ground. Uh, somebody's got to water uh, the seed. <laughs> Nobody wants to get out there and get the seed in the ground. And while they're out there, uh, how many was in here? Uh, I said, how many was in here uh, yesterday watering the seed uh, while they were out there planting the seed? We busy, aren't we? I said, we busy. I said, we're busy. Come on, you say you want revival. I'm preaching a revival to you. I said, you say you want revival? Come on, I'm preaching revival to you. You're not that busy. Come on, that you can't come in here uh, and somebody water. Uh, you give me 10 people that'll plant. Uh, you give me 10 people that'll water. Uh, this thing right here uh, can run a thousand uh, just like that. Uh, come on, this church already uh, should be running 500 people. Uh, it should have been 500 people uh, here before I got here. Uh, and you should have added uh, another 250 uh, 300 people uh, come on uh, to this revival come on but you worried you worried somebody's gonna come in here and take your spot you don't have a spot. There ain't no big old yous in here, little old eyes. Uh, we're all the same up in here. Uh, come on, everybody is called in this church. Uh, you might not have a calling to preach, uh, but you've been called. Uh, you've been called to go out there uh, in the highway, uh, in the byways. Uh, you've been called to go out there uh, and compel them to come. Uh, you've been called, uh, come on, to teach a Bible study. Uh, you've been called to plant the seed. Uh, you've been called to do the work uh, God. Come on, we need a decisive victory here tonight. Decisive means having the power of quality of deciding the restitute, uh, determination, unmistakable and unquestionable. 
you know that you had a victory. You know that you got victory. Come on. Uh, I said, you know that you got victory. Uh, come on. This church uh, has already seen great victory. Uh, Brother Reagan, that church uh, already has had great victory. Uh, some of you has been blessed uh, from beyond. Uh, but there's more to it than that. Uh, I said, there's more to it uh, than a worship service. Uh, oh, I love a worship service. Uh, but we need change. Uh, we need change. Uh, we need change. Uh, somebody said, God changed me. Uh, God give me a burden. Uh, God put it in my heart. Uh, God speak to me. Uh, God convict me. Uh, God give me a vision uh, that my pastor's got. Give me a vision uh, that my pastor's got. Uh, some of you don't have the vision uh, that your man of God's got. Uh, he's not a single portion man, uh, but he's a double portion guy. Uh, come on, friend of mine. Uh, that means there's double. Uh, it's not just one, uh, but it's... <laughs> there ought to be offshoots. Everywhere, coming up everywhere. Come on. Who's going to be the first one to step out there tonight? Say, God, I've got to change. God, I've got to come committed to this church. Come on, you're not committed, church. God showed me that you're not committed. You run, you shout. Come on now. You sing, but you're not committed the way you need to be committed. God, we need a decisive victory here tonight. God, we need a decisive victory here tonight. Uh, God, we need to be changed here tonight. Come on, Moses said to the people, fear you not, uh, stand still, uh, see the salvation of the Lord, uh, which he will show you today. Uh, for the Egyptians uh, who you've seen today, uh, you'll see them again no more. Uh, come on, the Lord shall fight for you, uh, and you shall hold your peace. Uh, you shall hold your peace. Uh, come on, God's not against anybody. Uh, a decisive victory. Giving us the means to stop worrying. I said, God's given us the means to stop worrying. Uh, stop thinking about everything. Uh, come on, and all the problems that you got, uh, and put them in His big hands. Uh, every physical laughter uh, is God's way of saying, uh, Stop trying uh, to take everything in your hands uh, and do it by yourself. Uh, and let me do it. Uh, God's talking about a decisive victory. Turn it over to God. Some of you might as well smile. Some of you might as well grin. Some of you might as well get in this thing. Y'all may tell you why your gifts start operating the way your gifts supposed to operate. It's because you don't read the Word of God. Uh, the gifts operate by the Word of God, being in the Word of God. Uh, so the gift that you got uh, is laying dormant in some of you. Uh, get in the Word. Uh, let God use you uh, to your full capacity. Let the gifts operate uh, in this church. Uh, they'll never operate, uh, preacher, unless you get in the Word.
Come on, church. We're talking about a decisive victory. We're talking about revival. Uh, we're talking about stepping out uh, of where we at right now. Uh, and we're talking about putting our lamb. Uh, we're talking about putting our foot on that promise uh, that I preached about. Uh, we're talking about a decisive victory uh, over every foe, uh, over every enemy, uh, over every doubt, uh, over every... Come on. You might as well shout. Uh, you might as well rejoice uh, because it's in God's hands. I fought that spirit of unconcern uh, since we fought, oh my goodness, uh, since we started this revival and it's still here tonight. Uh, you need to tell God, God, give me a decisive victory uh, over unconcern. Uh, God, give me a victory uh, over unconcern. Uh, God, give me a victory over being committed. Uh, God, help me to be committed. Uh, help me to get the vision that I need to have. Uh, unless you have a vision, uh, you will perish. The Egyptians whom you've seen today, you will see them again no more. That is a forceful statement. That is a forceful statement uh, that God was making to the people that day. Uh, come on now. Forceful statement. God's given us victory already, but he wants us to have, he wants this church to have a decisive victory. Uh, come on now, a decisive victory. Who wants it? Who wants it? Come on. Woo. Come on, somebody. Can I tell you, when you begin to look at the American Revolutionary War, come on, friend. What brought it into that war was the answer of the Battle of Yorktown. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? They had them a decisive victory because somebody uh, was willing, uh, come on, uh, somebody was willing. Uh, there was still uncertainty. There was still negotiations going on. Uh, listen, we can't negotiate uh, about revival. Uh, we can't negotiate with the devil uh, and say, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, well, i get committed next week. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, that's what some of you have been doing in this revival. Uh, you've been negotiating with the devil. Uh, say, we really have it. Uh, is God really going to do it? Uh, Will God really back up uh, what he's saying? Uh, stop negotiating uh, with the enemy uh, and have a decisive uh, victory. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, can I tell you, even though Israel, uh, I said even though Israel uh, crossed over the Red Sea uh, and entered into the wilderness, uh, they still face struggles. Uh, they still face temptations. Uh, you're still going to struggle. Uh, you're still going to have temptations. Uh, but he's saying it tonight. Uh, he read you the word of God. Uh, there's still going to be victory uh, because no war, no, my Lord.
no weapon formed against you can prosper. You've got one mightier than anything in this world on your side. And his name is Jesus. And he's saying, do you want a decisive victory tonight? Come on, come on. Come on, friend, come on. How many Bible studies are going right now? How can you raise your hands? How many Bible studies are we teaching right now? Come on. I said, how many Bible studies are we teaching right now? Come on, I preach it to your church. I said, how many Bible studies? Do we got one? Do we got two? Do we got three? Do we got any Bible studies going on? We need a decisive victory. Come on, that we as a church body can have a Bible study. Come on, you walk around with your chest all bowed out, your arms all out, you're all that. Come on, why don't you teach you a Bible study? You know enough people on your job to give a Bible study to. Come on, you got enough lost loved ones uh, that you could teach a Bible study to them. Nobody else is going to do it. Uh, you need to do it. This revival, I've watched people, I've give people word in this revival and you sit there and question the word that I give you. I seen it in my spirit. Give you a word, the first thing you do is start doubting. Uh -huh. Start doubting the very word that God give you. I've watched some of you get victory, then I've watched some of you go right back to old Egypt. I watch some of you go right back straight to Egypt. Come on, I'm preaching about revival tonight. Come on, I'm preaching about a decisive victory. Come on, don't look at me hard tonight. Uh, you need to ask God, where am I at tonight, God? Uh, God, am I the one? Come on now. Uh, the mantle is falling in this church, uh, but you've got to be man enough to pick it up. You've got to be woman enough to pick it up. You've got to walk it out. Uh, you've got to talk it out. Uh, you've got to preach it out. Uh, you've got to shout it out. Come on, there's anointings here tonight. Uh, there's a mantles uh, that God's ready to let fall in this church. Uh, but he wants to know, uh, are you really going to be committed uh, when the mantle falls on you? Uh, are you really going to do uh, what I asked you to do? Uh, are you just going to sit back uh, like you always have? Won't do you a bit of good till you pick it up. Won't do this church a bit of good till they pick it up. It didn't do the man of God any good till they reached down and pick it up. Uh, then they want to know, can he smite the waters uh, and do, come on now, what Elijah done. Uh, I'm asking, come on, some of you are saying, when it's, is it going to be my turn? It's your turn right now, church. Uh, it's your turn right now. Uh, all you got to do is pick it up. Uh, all you got to do uh, is get involved. How bad do you want it? 
Come on, how bad do you want it? Come on, I know you want to have your little altar service right now and say, well, that old preacher did pretty good. He said a lot of good points and walk out of here without having victory. But we got to have a decisive victory up in this house before we leave tonight. We got to know without a sure, oh, come on now. We got to know in our minds, in our hearts, I had a decisive victory. I got victory over those things that preachers preaching about. Uh, I got victory uh, over commitment. Uh, I got victory over being laid. Uh, I got victory uh, of having Bible studies. Uh, I got victory uh, of having no vision. Uh, I got victory uh, over unconcerned spirit. Come on, church. Come on, God. I've heard it so much in this revival, and it's hit me in the face a bunch of times. God, we're waiting on you. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not waiting on God. God's waiting on new people. I said, God's waiting on new people. You keep on saying you're waiting on God. God's waiting on you. Who are you tonight? I said, who are you tonight? Come on, who are you tonight? Some of you said, well, it'd be better to go back. It'd be better to be just like we was. Come on in the wilderness with no food, no water. Every time they got in a crisis, God began to supply the need. How many times have God come on the scene for you? How many times have God come on the scene for your family? How many times have God come on the scene for your babies? But yet still you slap him in the face. Come on about his mercy and grace. About what he's called you to do. He didn't call you to be a pew warmer. But he called you, come on, to be a harvester. He called you to be a farmer. He called you to be a worker. We got a lot of saints, but we don't have a lot of people out there doing the work of God. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, reach out, church. Come on. God give me a little bitty simple something the other day when I was praying. And he said, for every farmer that puts a seed in the ground, if I did not give him water, he would not have a harvest. For every seed that's put in the ground uh, and there's no water to water that plant, uh, it'll die right there. Uh, the roots will shrivel up uh, and die. Come on, friend. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, before they, before they even cross that Red Sea, they already started. Some of you's already letting doubt set in right now. I come against that line. Come on, damnable spirit right now. I come against the spirit of doubt. Come on, an unconcern that's plagued this church. Uh, I come against them spirits. Uh, I cast you back in the pit you crawled out of. Uh, I said, I cast you back in the pit uh, that you picked your mealy head up. Uh, come on, in your mealy mouth. Uh, your mealy mouth around long enough. Uh, come on, with the saints of the living God. Uh, we cast you back in that pit. Uh, we loosen uh, an excellent spirit here. Uh, we loosen uh, the adoption uh, of the Holy Ghost. We 
take dominion and authority uh, by the name uh, that's above every name. Come on, it looks like some of us are going to be destroyed, but we're not. Come on, we're not. Come on, if God has asked you to place something on the altar, some of you have not placed it there. That's why you don't have the victory that you need tonight. My, come on now. If you got a problem smoking, won't you throw them old cigarettes on an altar and tell God to deliver you in things? Uh, won't you stomp them at an altar? Uh, I'll tell you why you won't do it, because you really don't want to be delivered. Uh, you want to keep going down that road uh, that you've been walking down all this time. Come on, friend. Come on. After God brung Israel across the Red Sea and after the Egyptian army was defeated, friend, they still had trials, struggles, and temptations. And they come along, and the first thing we say, we drop our guard. Well, it ain't going to happen. Come on now. We got to get positive about this thing. I said, we got to be positive about this. If all we can see is the bad and the negative, come on. Negative breeds negativity. Negative, come on. It's like pouring gasoline on a fire. It's kind of like gossip. People love it. People love it. The more worst thing you can say, the better they like it. Hello. I'm trying to give somebody a good report tonight. I'm trying to tell you if you want revival, if you do these things I'm telling you to do, uh, you can have revival. Uh, my goodness, it won't take long. Uh, you'll fill this place up. Uh, you'll go down the road and build you another church uh, because you won't be able to contain uh, what you got. Oh, come on, friend. Uh, you won't be able to contain uh, what God has put in the building. Uh, you got to get committed. Uh, come on, if you want to build you another church, uh, you want to build you another building, uh, somebody's got to get committed. Uh, somebody's got to wait out there in the deep uh, somebody's got to say hey uh, it's going to cost me something uh, but I'm willing uh, to go through the trial uh, I'm willing to go through the heartache uh, I'm willing to go through the pain uh, I've got to have revival come on reach out church come on Some of you ready to turn around and go back right now. Some of you, I said, are ready to turn around and go back. Uh, come on, some of are you ready to turn around and go back? Uh, or do you want revival? Uh, come on, do you want revival? Continue in this church. Uh, I said, we're revival. Uh, continue in this church. Uh, will you continue to have revival? Uh, will you be committed to revival? Can I tell you in this decisive victory, you can have victory over things uh, that you won't have to face. Come on, some of those battles you keep having is because you hadn't done what God asked you to do. So you just keep going around uh, in that circle. Uh, and you said, my goodness, this mountain looks familiar. Uh, and you pass it one time. Uh, and you pass it again. Uh, and you pass it again. Uh, why don't you just do what God uh, asked you to do and get victory?
in a decisive victory, you will never be at the level of an uncertainty again, ever. Ever. You'll have a brand new outlook on life. You'll be tempted, you'll struggle, you'll fight, you'll pray, uh, but you gotta be faithful. But you can look back on that experience and say, my life uh, has been changed. I've been set free. Uh, my outlook has changed. Uh, my spirit has changed. Uh, my burden is lifted. Uh, my God heard my prayer. Uh, and my God come on the scene. Uh, my God give me the answer. Uh, and he give me a decisive victory. Somebody needs a decisive victory right now. You need to call out. I hope you can be blessed tonight. I believe the Lord is telling us the people, when you leave here, your life is never going to be the same again. When you leave here, your life is never going to be the same again. When you try to regress and go back, God's going to get a hold of you. He's going to shake you like you've never been shook. Come on, he's going to remind you of this service right here tonight. Come on, yes, circumstances are going to be there. Yes, the outlook might not look all that good, but you got a promise. I said you got a promise. you got a spiritual victory. That's going to make a difference in your life. There's things in this church you struggle with for years. Years, years, and it could even be an habitual sin. Maybe it's an attitude, depression, discouragement. Maybe it's the way you look at your present situation. Whether it's being single or whether it's the town you're in, the job you got. Hello. Whether your family's giving you a hard time. Woo. Maybe the past that haunts you. Perhaps things that you've done that nobody knows anything about. But when you walk down to the altar, the enemy's in your ear. Remember. 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 Come on, remember. In any case... God wants to give this church a decisive victory. Come over ever fold tonight uh, so that when we look at our circumstances, uh, we will never look at them the same way again. Uh, come on, when them questions come, uh, come on, they'll just be question marks uh, because we know we've already got the answer. Uh, we know that we've already got the victory. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, they'll no longer uh, have power uh, to affect you the way they've affected this church. Can I tell you that your unconcern has affected this church? Not being involved has affected this church. Come on. But there is a such thing as a decisive victory that changes our lives. 
I said, there is a thing called decisive victory that changes our lives. And one of those times is when we receive the Holy Ghost. Come on, some of us think just because we come down to this altar, we scream out and we, come on, speak in tongues and have a long, good tongue talk and everything's all right. But you know what your heart, some of y'all's hearts is far from God. It's a mouth thing. No fruit. Hello. Come on, you want me to be honest with you, don't you? I'm going to tell you, there's something coming somebody's way in this church. And tonight's a good night for you to get you a good tank for. I was in here praying. I told you, Pastor, it was the most oddest thing. It was a day or so ago. Uh, wasn't yesterday. It was the day before yesterday. I come in here and I turn these lights on right here. That's the lights that always are on when they come in here and pray. Nobody was here. I was by myself. And uh, I began to pray. And I was really seeking after God for this church, this revival, what God wants to do here. And it's like I kept feeling something. It's like somebody was here watching me. And when I opened my eyes up, this whole place was black. All I could see was a storm cloud. The lights, even the lights up here was just black. All I could see when I opened my eyes was so heavy. The cloud was so heavy. I'm telling somebody a storm's coming your way. Somebody in this church is supposed to go through a storm. And if you're not prayed up and you're not fasted up, and you don't have you a good decisive victory. Come on, that storm's going to take you out. You hear me? I'm not a gloom and doom preacher, Brother Riggin. I'm not. It wouldn't be fair for me not to tell some of you that there's a storm coming. Come on, when you got an opportunity, come on, to get, get things right right now. you got an opportunity to have you a decisive victory over everything. Come on. Come on, come on, hallelujah. God wants to give this church a decisive victory. Uh, come on, before the storm even gets to you, you'll see the storm. Uh, I said, before the storm even gets to you, uh, when you've got a decisive victory, uh, before the cloud even gets to you, uh, come on, you can see the cloud. Uh, you can prepare yourself for it. somebody pray God if that storm's coming in my life today uh, God let me be sensitive enough to know God for it gets to me God let, God, let me be sensitive enough to feel God uh, your presence and know that you're speaking to me uh, God that it won't take Catch me off guard. Come on, David had a decisive victory over old Goliath. 
in a time when it looked like, come on, in a time when it looked like there was so much terror because of the giants. Uh, some of you got giants in your eyes tonight. Uh, but come on, God says to give you a decisive victory uh, over every giant that's coming to your life. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, we need to put come on, we need to put some legs on our faith right now. I said we need to put some legs on our faith right now. One person, one person in this church tonight, Brother Riggy could get a decisive victory and go back on their job and ignite a fire of faith and revival right there on their job, one person. I said one person in this church tonight could get a decisive victory and go back to your job uh, and you could go back and spark a fire. Uh, come on, a faith and revival. Uh, there will be other battles to fight. Uh, come on now. Uh, but there's somebody that's bringing good news uh, and his name is Jesus. God wants this church to know what you felt what you've seen, what you went through, not to be a temporary or an emotional phenomenon. But he wants to make it a decisive victory in our lives tonight, church. Not a little victory, not a little victory, but a big one. A permanent victory for this church. This church needs a permanent victory. I said this church needs a permanent victory. I seen your pastor as I was praying for your pastor. I seen your pastor. And he wasn't one locomotive, but he was two. He was two engines. He's been pulling this church all these years. He's been pulling some of you around. It's time now that you get into this thing. Come on, because he can't pull. God told me. God spoke to me. He said he can't pull you no longer. He's pulled you as far as he could pull you. It's left up to you now. Your pastor can't pull you no further. Come on. This is what I seen while he was pulling you. I seen resistance from the cars that he was pulling. I seen some of the cars pulling backwards uh, as he was pulling forward. My God, my God, my God. Come on, somebody. You need your decisive victory tonight. Come on, if you're a preacher in here tonight, you ought to tell God, God, deliver me. I'm not teaching a Bible study, God. Put somebody in my life that I can teach a Bible study. Come on, that I can teach me a Bible study too. Come on, if you're a leader in this church, you ought to say, God, put somebody in my life uh, that I can teach a Bible study to. Uh, The way you're going to have this decisive victory is what Moses said, fear not. Fear not. First thing you got to do is move from fear to faith. You got to stop talking fear. You got to start talking faith. You got to stop looking at obstacles and you got to stop looking, start looking at opportunities. My God, you got to start looking at opportunities, church. 
you got to start looking at why it can't happen and start looking at why God wants it to happen. Why God wants it to happen. You got to move from fear to faith. Stop being discouraged. Uh, your miserable circumstances and see God can do it. Step out of the realm of faith and step into the land of faith. Rise up and say, God is speaking to me. God is talking to me. God wants to give me a decisive victory. Uh, move from fear to faith. Start looking at things are possible. Things are possible for this church. Look to God and say, he's the answer. He's the victory. He's my salvation. I'm going to depend upon him. I'm trusting in him. Come on now. I'm not trusting in no other but him. It's time for this church to throw away every crutch that you got tonight. You need to have your burning service and burn every crutch that you've got. I said, you need to have your burning service and come on, burn every crutch that you've been leaning on uh, the last 17 years. You need to stop trusting in your excuses. You need to stop, come on, trusting in wishes. I trusted in what might have been, what could be, what have been, but I'm trusted in the salvation of the Lord. And I'm going to have me an experience. I'm going to have me a decisive victory. Come on, church. Some of you, this church ought to be travailing right now. I said, this church ought to be travailing. This service right here is what's going to tell it all. Come on. This service right here is what's going to tell it all. Just how bad do you want what God wants you to have? God wants to give this church revival more than this church wants revival. God wants to give this church revival more than some of you even want revival. Before some of you even want your family members uh, to get the Holy Ghost. Because if you wanted to get the Holy Ghost, you would get them out here. You worry, you struggle, you fret, you plan, you scheme until finally... You come to the limits and say, there's no way out. It can't happen. There's no way that it can happen. There's no way I can be delivered. But when we go to God in prayer, God makes a way where there's no way. God brings an answer from an unexpected source. This church has to go forward tonight. 
this church has to go forward tonight. You've got to break the back of unconcern. You've got to break the back, come on, uh, of not being committed. You have to break the back of these enemies tonight, church. Uh, this church depends on it. Come on, uh, come on. Your life depends on it. Uh, the life of the church uh, depends on you breaking the back uh, of, oh my God, not being committed. Uh, come on now. You gotta change, you gotta go forward. You've got to act on God's promises. You must change your thinking, uh, change your belief, uh, change your attitude. It's time to change our attitude. This church has gotta take action tonight. Not according to your past. Not according to your feelings, not according to human thinking, but according to the Word of God. You've got to put your faith in action. What Jesus called Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come forth. Something had to take place. Before anything happened, Jesus said, roll away the stone. Some of you got to roll away the stone. Uh, come on and have revival. Uh, some of you got to roll uh, away the stone. Uh, come on and let Lazarus uh, come forth tonight. same God, the same God, the same God who called, called Fort Lazarus from the dead could have ordered the stone to be moved. But that's not the way God, come on, Acts. God wants you to put, God wants you to put your faith into action. Hallelujah. I ask you again, do you believe, church? Yes, Lord, I believe. Then roll away the stone. Roll away the stone. Take a risk, church. Take a risk, church. If you want to see victory, you got to claim it. you got to act upon it. It'll be a decisive victory. But you'll go forward in faith. Come on. God does not want this church tonight walking away from this service saying, I learned a little bit about this and I learned a little bit about that. We had a good fellowship, but God wants us to walk away saying, I received a, a decisive victory. God did something in my life, uh, and I'm going to change. Uh, it's going to change my family. Uh, it's going to change my church. Uh, it's going to change the destiny uh, of the church. Uh, it's going to change the destiny uh, of the future uh, of this church. God wants this church to have a decisive victory.
You personalize these words tonight. You think about whatever you're facing in your life. The things of the past, the things that still bother you, the fears, the frustrations, the doubts, and the difficulties and the situations at home. And these are the Egyptians whom you've seen. These are the Egyptians who you've seen today. You substitute the Egyptians for whatever's staring you in your face and intimidate you, whatever's controlling you, whatever's holding you, uh, whatever's bothering you, whatever's troubling you. Whatever brings that fear and that discouragement. Whatever's looming in your life that you can't seem to get past or over and beyond. And say, God, I'm going to have a decisive victory. God, come on, this is God's promise for this church today. Somebody's got to accept it. The Egyptians whom you've seen today, you will see them again no more forever. That's a decisive victory. If you've got a habit, come on, and it's stopping you from being who you really need to be, come on, you need to get it and put it on the altar. Get rid of it tonight. Come on, church. We need a decisive victory around here tonight. Some of you is already ready to quit. My God, the life of this church depends on what I just preached. Commitment, late Bible studies, no vision, unconcerned spirit. Let the pastor do it. Who's going to step up to the bad plate tonight? Who's going to say, I'm tired of nothing happening? When are you going to make it happen? You got to make it happen, church. It's your decisive victory to do whatever you're going to do with it. Come on. It's left up to you tonight. The statistics are if your pastor goes out there and has to get them and bring them in, if he goes against 30 people, he might keep five of those 30. But if the church will go out there and get 30, you'll keep about 20. Come on, 15 to 20 of those that you went out there and got. You got to get an attitude, God, I can't be late. I've got to get in here and pray. I've got to have revival. God, I've got to have revival. God, I've got to get committed. God's will. It's God's will. Listen to me. It's God's will for this church to have revival. It's God's will. God's will.
How many times has your pastor laid out and wept and cried? God, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what to do, God, from here. God's waiting on you. Come on, you've been waiting on your pastor, but God's waiting on you. He's pulled you about as far as he can pull you. Come on. It's time that you get, come on, committed and involved. It's time you say, Pastor, I'm stepping up. I'm going to be who I say I am. I'm going to be who I say I am, Pastor. I'm not going to wait for you to tell me to go out and do outreach, Pastor. I'm just going to go do it. I'm not going to wait for somebody to go out there and tell me I need to do this or that. I'm just going to step up, God. If anybody's going to do it, you ought to say, God, send me. If anybody's going to do it, you ought to raise your hand and say, God, send me. If anybody's going to have revival, you ought to raise your hand and say, God, I'm going to have revival. There are key people in this church and you're not letting God use you in the way that God wants to use you. Come on, there's going to be some sacrifice that you're going to have to make in order for this to happen. Come on, church, reach out. Call out, come on. Come on, call out, church. Where are the Rachels? Give me by give me babies, least I die. Come on, where's the Rachels at in this church tonight? Come on, where's the Rachels at in this church tonight? Where are the Caleb's at? Send me, come on. Woo! Come on, where are you at tonight, Rachel? God, give us babies. Come on. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Some of you are fighting this right now. Some of you are fighting what God's telling you is you're fighting it. Stop fighting it. Stop fighting it. Some of you are fighting it. Stop fighting it. Yield to God. God was looking for somebody the other night to yield to him, and you wouldn't yield. Come on, God's looking for you to yield right now. Come on. Come on. Throw them down.
What gift are you going to give God tonight? What are you going to give him? Come on, what are you going to give him tonight? What you come looking for today? Come on, please tell me you didn't come looking for a shaking. You didn't come seeking a reed shaking in the wind tonight, I know. Come on, if you come, come on, seek and deliver it, you can have it. Yeah, Rachel, come on. Somebody ought to be travailing in this service right now. Somebody ought to be crying, God, give me that decisive victory. Decisive victory tonight. Decisive victory tonight.
Come on, the Lord can't go no further than what you are right now until you decide. Said so the Lord can't go no further right now until you decide. You're going to change some things. Come on. You grieve the Holy Ghost with your unconcern. these prophecies that God's given this church God wants to bring them to pass it's waiting on you church
Knoll Church, we've got to this place before. But we've got to get beyond this right now. Come on, in Jesus' name. Somebody's got to be willing to push from the very back to the very front. Somebody's got to be willing to be changed. Somebody's got to say, God, change me.
some of us has prayed it, but some of us has not even cried and been broken before God tonight to let God do that change that He wants to do. You're going to get to that point to where you can be broken before God. Because brokenness brings breakthrough. I said brokenness brings breakthrough. You got to be willing to want to weep before God. Come on, some of us need to get broken before God tonight. Some of us really need to be broken before the King of Kings tonight. Say, God, I've got to be broken that my will won't be done, but thine will be done. Come on, we can pray it, but unless we get broken while we're praying it, come on, what are we doing? We're just going through the same old, same old. Come on, some of us need to get broken tonight. Just starting around, but I'm talking about Bill Bill really being broken. God, I have to be broken tonight in order to be changed, Jesus. I have to be broken to be changed. Come on to weep before God. It's hard to be broken when you try to do it in the flesh. Just let go. 